You're listening to the IPL Rep Show on the Top Order Podcast. Welcome to the Top Order Podcast, another edition of our IPL Rap and Preview Show. We last recorded on Sunday night, just coming into the business end of the tournament. One of the benefits of having four podcast hosts is at least one of us is going to get the right answers in terms of game predictions. We're going to cover what happened in those last four games of the regular season, preview the finals series coming up, and Baldy and I will also give you our picks for who's going to lift the trophy on the 10th of November, coming up after the swish. So, Baldy, we chatted last on Sunday night with a couple of games left to go in the regular season. And I guess, by and large, between us, we got things right in terms of predicting what happened in those last few games. So let's start with KKR and Rajasthan. They were both probably under the most pressure to actually need to really engineer a result that was going to have run rate as a factor. Um, And in the end, the Royals not able to get up and uh, the KKR not able to get themselves into the top four um, coming into that tournament. So anything you want to sort of really raise on that game in Dubai? Not really, only that Rajasthan had it all to play for and they did they didn't really produce the p- kind of performance we kind of expected from them a lot of us were kind of excited about the way that they fin- would finish the tournament and they weren't able to get the job done KKR in the end finishing fifth in the tournament on run rate behind uh, the Sunrisers and RCB just wasn't quite enough from them we said that they needed to score close to 200 and bowl the side out for 130 they did that but it just wasn't quite enough for them to get past, in the end, Sunrisers and RCB, who ended up qualifying. And the Kings eleven, so they had their destiny a little bit more in their hands. But as we talked about, a dangerous CSK side when they've got nothing on the game. And I think they actually came out in the press. I listened to Sam Curran talking about this. They wanted to come and upset someone and, and essentially at least go out with a bang, which they did in that, um, that game, cruising to a nine-wicket victory. Yeah, massive win for CSK. Three on the bounce to finish the tournament uh, to end on a really good note for them. Interesting. I don't know how many sides will have won a game by nine wickets, won a game by 10 wickets and lost a game by 10 wickets all in the space of a single tournament. But CSK absolutely able to play spoiler in this one. And for the Kings fans and the Kings 11 side, it's a season of missed opportunities for them, really. They had their fate in their own hands and weren't able to get the job done when it really mattered. And that's probably the story of their season, to be fair. And then we come into the two games between the Indians and the Sunrisers and Royal Challengers, Bangalore and Delhi. And look, I guess using the word controversy would be probably too much, but we predicted, I think, that Mumbai might rest a couple of players and Sunrisers had a real chance of getting up in that game, which proved to be the case, cruising to a 10-wicket victory with nearly three overs to spare. And then... Look, I guess the, the, the challenges and, and Delhi, that game sort of meandered along really and both sides obviously going through. So you wonder, yeah, whether there's any potential conspiracy theories to, to throw around in those two games. Well, in terms of let's take the, the Royal Challengers and Delhi game first. So both of those sides, one of them was guaranteed to finish top. And if they were able to engineer a close game, then it almost guaranteed that both of them would go through 
given that Kings Eleven had previously lost and KKR and Rajasthan weren't quite close enough in terms of net run rate. So both of those teams needed to keep the game relatively close. I don't think that there was too much engineering going on, but for Delhi, and in fact for both of those sides, but Delhi in particular, they needed to get a win under their belt going into the finals to make sure that they had some kind of momentum. Both of the teams had lost three or four on the bounce each. So I think it was really a case of a little bit of nerves from both sides, just making sure that they got the job done rather than to go out and try and uh, engineer a, a massive net run rate gain for either side and risk losing the game. So we kind of move into the finals now. So we've obviously got the first game um, coming up this evening, um, New Zealand time. So that's the Indians and the Capitals. What have you got your eye on? Look, it's a better battle of the bowling attacks for both sides. So both the Mumbai Indians with Trent Bolt and Jasprit Bumrah both were rested against that game uh, for that game against the Sunrisers, I should say. So they'll be fresh. And they're up against Kagiso Rabada and Onrik Norkia, who for the Delhi Capitals have been their best two bowlers throughout the tournament. So it, for me, it's really a case of what can those bowling attacks do on some of these bigger grounds. We now go back to Dubai and Abu Dhabi for the for the finals. So it really it is who can get the better of those bowling attacks will go a long way to winning the game. Rohit Sharma, of course, back for the Mumbai Indians. He opened in that last game against Sunrisers, back from a hamstring injury. So all eyes will be on him. Uh, Ishan Kishan will slot down into that number four position for the Mumbai Indians. So they've got a bit of a rejig in their batting order. But I think it's all going to be down to those uh, pace attacks and, and who can uh, get the most out of their, their their fast bowlers. And the toss is looking really important as well as we enter the business end of this tournament. So since sort of October 22nd, Crick Info suggests sides winning the toss have won 11 of the 17 games since then the overall record a lot closer so um yeah what what chance Mumbai if they don't win the toss do you think yeah it's going to be interesting isn't it teams batting first have won 15 out of 24 games played in Dubai in this IPL edition um and the average sort of first inning total has been around 171 but as we covered in our this week in cricket that's been slowly coming down a little bit as the tournament's gone on so That'll be that'll be really interesting to see what can the Mumbai and uh, Delhi top order do. Shikhar Dhawan and Prithvi Shaw have been quiet of late, um, and against Rohit and Quinton de Kock, Rohit obviously just coming back from injury. So early doors in the power play, it'll be very much a, a, an epic battle, and I think the team that gets the best of it in the power play will be well on the way to winning the game. So without going into all of your fantasy secrets board because I know you're pretty competitive you want to make sure that you are um, as high up that table as you can who would your money be on for your double points for your, your captains and vice captains in this first encounter of the final series well my initial instinct was to go with batsman but I've actually changed my mind and I've gone with both Kagiso Rabada and Jasper Bumrah in this first game as my Vice captain and captain, respectively. They've been incredibly consistent from a fantasy perspective. Uh, I just think that you've got too much of a lottery with those batsmen. Um, you know, if they come off and, and Darwin gets 100, he could score you 200 plus points. But I feel like there's much more consistency, and both of those teams will be looking to their premier pace bowlers to do the job for them. So I've gone with Rabada and Bumrah as my captain. As you said, I've got um, I've got a lot of vested interest in this fantasy league this year. I've never been able to beat Stuart in any fantasy league so far, and he's only about 90 points ahead of me. So there's, it's all to play for uh, with four games to go. Well, 
look, I've gone the opposite route. So I've gone with Quinton de Kock um, and Shika Darwin. So splitting my teams in, in this for my um, double points. But yeah, have definitely loaded up on the batting talent actually in my um, yeah in my side and my um, my makeup, my matchups for that game. We go on to the next game in the series. So yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, second yeah second game in this final series. Yeah, so an elimination game in Abu Dhabi on the 6th of November. So that's the, what's that? Make that Friday night, uh, New Zealand time. Royal Challengers Bangalore taking on the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And in terms of momentum, the Sunrisers have it all over the Royal Challengers Bangalore. Lots of questions uh, in that RCB lineup around some of their their better players. Uh, What's Virat Kohli? Um, been doing lately with the bat there's been a lot of criticism around his game but he's a champion player and he'll rise to the occasion for RCB I'm sure lots of momentum for the Sunrisers side as we said David Warner has been outstanding in the last three or four games for them Jason Holder since coming into the side has been exceptional giving them a lot better punch with their pace attack and the real surprise packet for Sunrisers Hyderabad for me has been Ridiban Saha we all know that he's an outstanding wicketkeeper and Adam you must have really enjoyed that stumping in the uh, in the Mumbai game, that was very very sharp work uh, to get the batsman just with his foot over the line. He's been excellent behind the sticks, uh, but opening the batting, he's been a real surprise packet for me. So, you know, it's a real case of those international players uh, for the Sunrisers: Hyderabad, Holder, Warner, uh, Rashid Khan as a spinner, versus some of the Indian guys like Kohli, Padakal, and Yuzvendra Chahal uh, for the RCB. I think that if you looked at it just on paper, RCB have got the better side, but Sunrisers are, are carrying a lot of confidence and momentum into this game. And, uh, you know, in their last five matches, RCB have won two out of five. So they've got the, they've got the runs on the board. Um, RCB have, uh, sorry, Sunrisers beat um, RCB recently in the tournament on the 1st of November. So, you know, there's lots of momentum and lots to like about Sunrisers in this one. Yeah, look, definitely echo your comments on Saha. I think that's a pretty big call to bring him in so late in the tournament when you've mm. got a performer like Johnny Bairstow. Didn't have the start to the tournament that he would have wanted, perhaps, but you thought they might have stuck with him till the end and, and backed his undoubted class to come through. But I guess now Saha's played the last four games, I think, averaging somewhere like 70-odd. And yeah, look, I, I, I don't think you can underestimate that ability to convert a chance in a 2020 game as a keeper. And you'd have to say that Saha is probably going to add that edge. And with his batting form at the moment, that's going to be really, really key. I guess my concern for the Sunrisers is whilst they've obviously got to this stage of the tournament, they don't really have that, you know, massive big name, you know, bowling attack that some of the other teams have have had. Um, Yes, they've got some, you know, some quality players there, Mm. but there's no one that when you look on paper, you'd go, wow, we're scared of facing them like a, a Norkia or a Trent Bolt or a just beat Bumwa. So, yeah, look, that that's the worry, really, whether their bowling attack um, can, yeah, hold off against what is a very, very strong um, Royal Challengers batting lineup. But, look, we're yeah. going to put our necks on the line. What, what are we What are we expecting out of these first two games? Let's start with the, the game tonight, the, the Mumbai Indians. Look, I think Mumbai will be way too strong for Delhi. They've had a last-up win against the Royal Challengers Bangalore, but I think that Mumbai Indians juggernaut is going to be far too strong. They've got match winners up and down the order. I mean, we haven't even talked about Kyron Pollard yet in our preview, but he could be a key man for them down the order. Hardik Pandya will come back into the side as a batsman. And they've got two great spinners in Krinal Pandya and Rahul Chahar. So 
you know, that Mumbai side, as good as Delhi have been throughout the season, I think the Mumbai side is just better top to bottom, and I see them going through. Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to play devil's advocate on this occasion. Look, I agree with you. I think Mumbai will just be too strong in that game. You mentioned some of the talent on show. Look, I'm really looking forward to watching this game in particular. What about the Sunrisers taking on the RCB? What What are your thoughts there? Look, it's hard to go past Virat Kohli when it comes to a big game. He's a big name performer. I feel like that RCB side, although they haven't been good so far this year or as good as they can be, I feel like when the you know when the big games are on the line, you've got Chahal, you've got Kohli, you've got AB de Villiers. I feel like they're going to be too strong. Uh, Chris Morris has had an excellent tournament as well. But if Sunrisers are going to win, it's going to have to be on the back of guys like David Warner and Rashid Khan with people like uh, Kane Williamson and Jason Holder pitching in for them. So I see the international uh, component of the Sunrisers team having to all have huge games if they're going to be a chance of upsetting the RCB. But I'm going to have to put my money on the line and say that the Bangalore uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore are going to get up over the Sunrisers in that elimination semi-final. Yeah, well, look, I hate to say it, but I'm actually going to go against you and look my rationale for this is David Warner's had a pretty decent tournament so far but hasn't bought up three figures yet in the tournament strike rate of 136 and 529 runs so he's second on the run charts behind KL Rahul who obviously won't get a chance to add to his 670 runs and I think we've talked about Ritaman Saha we've talked about Kane Williamson as well in that side I just think that that batting lineup is going to um, is going to shine. And some of those unsung bowling heroes with the likes of a Jason Holder, who's really improved his stock again this tournament and through that English summer as well, where he led the West Indies fantastically. I just see a little bit of a mini upset on the cards here with the Sunrisers, Hyderabad getting up um, in the game against the Challengers in a couple of days' time. But look, we will find out whether this is fish and chip paper with facts or opinions on over the course of the next couple of days before we log out Baldy anything to add as we move into the business end of the tournament no but I'm, I just want to say I'm really looking forward to that uh, RCB Sunrisers game that's one that I'll actually sit up and watch because that's just going to be an epic encounter do or die match everything to play for Rashid Khan versus Kohli is going to be a delicious matchup uh, league spinner versus premier batsman in the world in the world game at T20 level so that's the one I'm really looking forward to and then off the back of that who knows what's going to happen for the rest of the tournament. And we'll be back to wrap up some of those other games, the qualifier two that takes place on the 9th. And then of course the final coming up in Dubai, um, the 11th of November, New Zealand time, um, 3am in the morning. So late nights for us here down the bottom of the earth, but we will be back in your feed to make sure you don't miss out on any of the news, views and previews of this IPL 2020. We'll also have other episodes in your feed in the very, very near future. So look out for Life in the Bubble, a view from Jamie Barker, eminent sports psychologist, as well as our continuing coverage of the New Zealand domestic and Australian domestic seasons in our This Week in Cricket wrap-ups, all in the Top Order podcast feed. But for now, we'll say farewell on our Indian Premier League wrap-up and preview show.